Welcome back to the muster for a Monday afternoon with Andy Muir as we catch up with Dean Ravage. Uh, just out of Wyndham, Blenheim farmer, sheep and beef farmer, as well for a bit of dairy too. Uh, every couple of weeks here on the programme and he's good enough to catch up with us again. G'day Dean, how's things? Good, thanks Andy. How'd the weekend go? How many ducks did you nail? Uh, yeah, we had a really good shoot actually, just oh, a few over a hundred, so um, yeah, it was one out of the bag for us really, so it was a great weekend catching up with a few guys I haven't seen for a while and socialising and yeah, it was a really good day out actually. Do you have a good crew turn up? Yeah, there's about eight of us over two ponds that are pretty pretty um, loyal and come down and make the effort. And then there's also a few others in the area seem to call in to have a feed and a cup of tea during the day. So it's all, all very good, actually. Yeah, it just seems to be, depending on who you talk to, the uh, the shooting was um, varied around the province, um, around northern south and some places better than others. But, um, yeah, just, I don't know. What was a day like your way? Because I was at Riversdale uh, just later on in the day anyway, just catching up with a mate, and um, it wasn't overly... You know, it wasn't. The, it was a W for the ducks, I suppose. It was a W for the ducks, but I didn't mind sitting there knowing that the sheep and cattle were happy and the grass was growing all the same. So, win-win. Yeah, it's just the way the weather is. It keeps going. We're still looking for those elusive frosts. I'm not going to say elusive. We don't want to find them. But we're looking into a third of the way into May and we still haven't seen a white frost here in Gore. Yeah, it's pretty good, really. Um, if we can get through to the end of the month without a fair frost and these conditions sort of carrying on, I think we may have growing ourselves out of a pretty big hole and um, looking like we might get through all right, just. How's things looking on farm? Yeah, good. Good thanks, Andy. Uh, the grass has grown and the place is looking quite good. Uh, just getting rid of a few store cattle and calves um, today and that'll clean us up, really. That'll, that'll get all our stock gone and only be uh, capital stock that we take through the winter for breeding purposes left on farm only. So... It's not a bad position to be in this time of the year. Ironically, it's the least amount of stock we've had on for May for a long time, but it's just unfortunate that uh, we're in that position because we had to store a whole lot earlier on and just the feed situation. But this will take it as a bit of a, a win and we'll carry on and start, continue getting set up for the winter. Well, if you look back six weeks, the situation people were being left with or facing for the upcoming months, totally different. Now, obviously, it isn't going to um, change the situation 100, but it's a hell of a turn in the right direction just all round, isn't it? Yeah, it is a turn in the right direction. It's just the damage that's been done, the use of supplement feed yeah. already that wasn't budgeted on, uh, which may leave a hole in the spring as well. So uh, we won't go getting too excited just yet, but um, things are a lot better than what they have been, that's for sure. Have you heard of everybody being able to get a hold of supplement that have needed it to see themselves through? Yeah, I think it is available. It's just the cost of it, Andy. Getting it's got to come from further afield, so it's the transportation that's the real kicker at the moment. Um, it is it is out there and it is available, but we've just got to almost pay double the value of the KG dry matter that get landed on farm. Unfortunately, talking to you a couple of weeks ago, Dean, you were just starting the break feeding. How's that been going? Yeah, not too bad. Um, everything's pretty much on the wire now. Uh, we've just had a few ewes that always test the boundaries, even though there's really good power going through the fence, so we've managed to get them out, and they might find themselves on the truck soon too. So, um, yeah, we'll get there, but it's, it's a long winter, and it's a, into it, and it's good for the exercise, that's for sure. 
yeah, it's not the kind of thing you really want to have to deal with. It's interesting people's different philosophies regarding ewes, like breaker ewes. Whether you, some people just clean them out, clean them up in the paddock there, one shot and they're done. You don't have to deal with them. Where other people say, well, it's actually something I've raised from scratch. Why would I want to do that to it? Why don't I at least try and get a hold of it and send it off to market or whatever? So depends who you talk to. There's different philosophies. Yeah, it depends how bad the situation's getting too. Um, I started collecting them for a while and putting them in some really good paddocks with um, netting fences and that, but they seem to figure out how to get out of there too, so they found themselves on the truck, and I think these ones are the same, heading the same way, looking at the size of them and the value that's involved with them these days. It's uh, a bit hard just to get rid of them like that. The values come back as well, like just going reading between the lines that are the sales last couple of weeks, uh, ewes anyway, well breeding ewes as such, um, price has definitely gone back upwards towards 200 Yeah, that's really good to see. It's obviously just all correlated to the space availability at the works, I guess. Uh, what else is happening on farm, mate? Everything hunky-dory? Yeah, we're just um, maintenance may, uh, starting to get a bit of fencing done. Uh, fencing off a couple of bush blocks and some more creeks and stuff as we do annually um, just to try and help pasture management and um, obviously keep keep views out of waterways so it's always a good job to get ticked off and then yeah kids sport and that is on for the rest of the week so yeah just just cruising really. Do you enjoy May as a month on the farm? Because I really liked autumn. You just in between seasons, you can see where you're heading. Um, before you start getting to break feeding as such, what? How do you find it? Yeah, well, every May's like this. I handle them, handle them quite easily, really. But uh, we all know that May's can be a bit of a bit of a killer as well. And if we get May wrong, it can sort of put a spinner in the works for spring also. Yeah, it's a month that actually a lot is riding on for the duration of the winter. I mean, was it three weeks out to the start of winter officially? And um, yeah, it's, it's just been one of those years. It's, I don't know how you describe it, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's just, just got to roll the punches this year. There's a lot of factors that have influenced what's happening on yeah. farm that have been out of our control. So, yeah. And just finally, Dean, uh, Highlanders managed to win two in a row. Did you manage to catch up with that game when uh, Saturday, uh, Friday night it was? Now it's a long time ago when you think about it. They had a good win over there at, um, I was going to say, Ballymore. But um, that would be uh, Suncorp Stadium beating a very good red side. Yeah, we did We did watch that. We caught all the games over the weekend, which was nice. Uh, so, yeah, it was good to see the Highlanders come up with a, with a big W, even with a few key players out too. So, um, yeah, it's starting to build nicely, and hopefully that top, six or eight or whatever they're playing eight, for yeah. um, is, is achievable for them. How good are the Blues going though? Oh, unfortunately they're going quite well. They're going great. I actually hope the Highlanders don't win the comp. I'm all for the Blues to win. I'm quite happy with that. Oh, and no, I don't know if I've stomach that just yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. That was 25 years ago. We're allowed to support them now. Carlos Spencer doesn't play anymore. No, no, I'd rather see the Brumbies or something like that take it out, to be honest, than the Blues or the Crusaders. Interesting take. Why is that? Just still not a fan of the Blues as a franchise in general? Oh, that is Auckland. <laughs> yeah, well, I, don't, yeah, I understand your sentiment there. You're not the only one that will share that. Hey, we'll let you go, <laughs> Dean. We know you've got stuff on. Thanks for your time on the muster as always, mate. Thanks, Andy. Dean Ravage there. Not a Blues fan. Um, he'd rather the Brumbies won than the Blues. I'm happy for the Blues to win it. Watching the sport they're playing, the rugby they're playing, uh, RTS going in midfield too, and um, be interesting to see if there's a couple of bolters come out from that team, especially one of their locks towards the All Blacks. Uh, coming up next on the muster for Monday afternoon, Murray Coburn from Mainland Minerals. Fast.